And we are live. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to TTSN, the Transformational Squirrel Network, where we make shift happen. Today, we are excited to introduce you to the co-founders of Sweet Souls Connection, Bridget Mosser and Sarah Anderson. And Bridget has been in healthcare for 30 years and is currently a nurse practitioner in nephrology. And she focuses on sharing love and joy in any way that she can. And Sarah is a writer and photographer and she's trying new healing modalities. And both of them have recently been certified in therapeutic touch as well. So ladies, we're so excited to have you on here. Our little chat beforehand was really inspirational and we're glad to have you here. So welcome to TTSN. Thank you, thank you so much for having us. So we're gonna start out by asking you to give us a little background to tell us how you got into the fields of helping others and specifically right now in therapeutic touch. So I, I can speak for myself. I'm Sarah, by the way, hello everyone. <laughs> and um, how I got into healing was just struggling with my own depression and anxiety and I, I'm an, an empath by nature, so I also take on a lot, lot of other people's energy. So um, it just sort of naturally curved into a way of like, I, I need to find something that is going to make me feel better and be able to live my life in the best way. And um, me and Bridget ended up meeting through a program that we purchased through Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. And so we joined an accountability group and then we got talking and discovered that we both had this really strong passion about learning about healing holistically. So nice. Beautiful. Yes. And I, um, I've been in like, like Tamil had said, I've been in healthcare for like 30 years. So it was just my calling, I think, as a kid to, to help other kids and help other people. So I, I think I was like 13 or 14 and somebody in the family would get sick. And I remember had gone, I had gone to DC and had gotten one of those little bells on my Washington trip. And anybody that got sick, they got the bell and, oh, call me if you need something. That, that's kind of how I started. And then it just morphed into, into that. So I, I, I'm also an empath by nature, which I didn't even realize till years later. Um, but then uh, I was a nurse for many years in the ICU. And then, then I went back to school and I'm a nurse practitioner now and I deal with nephrology. So which is the kidneys. So I got into healing more. I've, I've been into it my whole life, but more just as an adult dealing with anxiety and different things over the years, um, finding different ways to kind of help. So that's kind of how I, how Sarah and I got to talking about it. Wow. So that can you share, sorry, go ahead, Cindy. Can you share, um, was there something that happened or, you know, like what, what was the big breakthrough that kind of pushed you to healing, to, he, you know, wanting to do something different? I think for me, um, about three years ago, I, I just felt very lost and, and I had gone, gotten away from what I had known myself to be. And um, I, I was talking to them before the show, basically saying that 
you know, I felt like I'd lost myself. I kind of, I, I just felt, I felt anxious, didn't know why. I had a good life. I had, you know, they had no reason to really feel that way, but I just wasn't on the right path. I didn't feel. So I, you know, I'd heard about, you know, meditation from some friends and I, I didn't know much about it. I didn't know how to start. Um, but I just remember I'd get up in the morning and I, people kept saying so many great things about it. I said, this has got to be helpful. And I had taken medications and stuff before too. And so this, I said, I don't want to take this stuff. I want to figure out a way to, to fix this. So I sat in my living room in the dark, listening to different people. Um, and, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just laying there and then trying not to think about all the million things going on in my life. And so and then I just kept doing that. And I, I think about six months into it, I just was like, oh my gosh, I'm such at peace and joy. And this is so amazing. All we have to worry about is the present moment. We don't have to worry about yesterday. We don't have to worry about what happened yesterday. We don't have to worry about the future. We just have the now. And that, to me, that was transformative. And, and since then, I just don't, I don't worry. You know, I, I one of the guys on, uh, I use the Chopra app a lot and Roger Gabriel, I always want to call him Peter Gabriel, but <laughs> Roger Gabriel is, is he, he said something that's, that hit me because I was always a worrier, had anxieties, worrying about what, you know, tomorrow. And he said, you know, worrying is actually praying for things you don't want. Mm-hmm. Like if you think yeah. about it, because you, you're in control of what's going to happen in your future and, you know, you can make intentions for your life. And if you're worrying about these things, negative things, then they're going to become a reality. Yeah. And that just hit me like a, a ton of bricks. And I was like, well, that makes so much sense. So that's how I kind of got started. And then I was like, this is amazing. Like, I understand what people are talking about. Like, it takes so much pressure off of yourself and just being grateful in the present. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I just wanted to add a little snippet in there that as you're thinking those things, you're actually visualizing them as well, right? And yes. so you're, you're actually projecting it into your future right you're creating that negative thought and I I just didn't I never thought I had that much power I guess in a way and that's what I've learned that really all the power that you have and need is within you like you just your words are important your thoughts are important you know and things like that so that to me that has been transformative that's what's transformed me and so finding other ways to get to that peace to me has been is is my passion now Fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that, Bridget. Um, it's, it's such a huge aha to have when, when you really feel that, like, it is actually, it's, I, I am creating this, like, I, my thoughts and my feelings are creating my reality. Mm-hmm. And it seems almost too simple, you know, to, to be true. Right. But once you really once that really sinks in, you you want to tell everybody. You want everyone to, to know that. Because you're like, yeah. don't waste your time worrying. Like, you got one foot in the future, one in the past, and then you're just like, excuse my language, but pissing all over your present, you know? Right, so, right, yeah. right. That's so true. Like, you, your <laughs> energy, the energy that you put out there attracts what comes into your life. You've designed it. You've designed it, and though you you may think that you haven't, you've designed everything about it, right? Yeah, and so so true. And and I just want to get more people to understand that because think about the things that are going on in our world right now. Like if we could just get people to that place where they don't need to worry about the future, they don't have to beat themselves about about the past, 
and then they're creating their future and, and it's open it's complete open like it can be anything you want it to be it's overly yeah. abundant mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. where you place your tension you place your energy right yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So where your mind goes, your energy flows. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Uh, my friend was saying to me today that he had been talking to a friend and telling him, you know, just walk out into nature, just walk out into nature and listen to the birds. But actually, listen to the birds. Don't just hear them, listen to them. You know, mm -hmm. feel the breeze on your face. Go and stand and and if you're not going to hug the tree, just go and put a hand on, on the tree. Feel that energy, right? Feel your feet in the grass. You know, that's, that's meditation. That is as simple as that. And that gives you goosebumps. It does. <laughs> I'm, picturing that, I'm picturing myself out there too, you know. But you brought up a huge point about meditation being anything, you know. I, you know, people think, oh, that's, that's silly. I feel weird. I, don't, I can't, you know and because they hear the word meditation and meditation is so many things it's just being quiet standing in nature you don't have to sit there in the dark close your eyes like i started out um you know you can just be in a in a place that you enjoy being whether it be sitting by a, a golf course is a, is a place for me i get out there and i just hear the birds i'm, I'm mm -hmm. have the sun on my face the breeze coming through the car and just enjoying myself and that's very meditative for me so I think yeah, getting, getting that word out that it's cool to be no matter where you are, wherever you enjoy doing, whether it be, you know, motorized airplanes or whatever it mm -hmm. is, um, you can get to that place. And, and that's such a place of peace. And there are so many people that I've heard that get to even to a more euphoric place. Yeah. Like they do it for hours a day. I, I'm not there yet. I, mm -hmm. I don't have that much time, but I would love to do it. Right. Mm. And I know I hear people say I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Like I'm sitting here closing my eyes and my brain's still like spinning and they like they think they're doing something wrong. Like, no, that's just how it starts. That's right. you starting to become aware of your thoughts. And that's just basically what it is. Like, okay, right. that brain is is going, that squirrel, that hamster right. is running in the wheel. <laughs> that squirrel, but you know, that's one of the reasons why this is called what it's called, right? The transformational squirrel network, because all of those thoughts that run around in your head all day, and we're trying to bring a little bit of peace yeah. into our nut, right? To yeah. calm it a little bit. And, you know, even just closing your eyes and feeling that breath and actually following your breath in through your nose and down into your stomach and then following it back out, you can't be thinking of something else while you're actually following that breath, right? So, so doing that. So, so true. So true. And such an interesting point that we have 70 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And so when you decide to stop and be quiet, of course, there's going to be chatter. And there's always going to be some chatter. You know, there's always some chatter comes through or, or you know, and, and then you start to be able to di differentiate and realize where your intuition is coming through, right? Where, where it's not just the chatter anymore. It's, you know, oh, wow. It's just the knowing coming through now. Now I, I know what I'm meant to hear. I know what I'm meant to do or say, or right? I love so that. True. Oh man, I love that too. That's so great. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so it's true. Beautiful. And it, like you said, it, when you start out, 
it is there. The noise is there, but that's because we've, we've allowed our minds to kind of take over. Mm -hmm. um, but when you continue to do it, your mind also learns that, okay, this is my quiet time. Now I get to go in peace and open up and, and, you know, feel your own, like you're saying, your own breath and your own inner wisdom. It always bring, comes back to the breath. That's for me, the easiest way to mm -hmm. get grounded and slow down and be in the moment. It's just like, so simple. Like, take yes. a breath. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> it is. And you know, in, in my classroom, we do uh, two minute gratitude on the hour, every hour, meaning every, my, my alarm is set so that at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock on the hour, we stop and, and we go around the classroom just saying what we're grateful for. And, you know, that's even in itself a little meditation too, when you're announcing what you're grateful for and you're sharing that with others, it's, it's bringing that to light and showing other people too what to be grateful for. And that gratitude can ground you and be a part of meditation. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Man, it can be I so simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there, thank you, but there's always something that can be improved, right? Yeah, well, so. you're, you're, that sounds like an amazing class. So I, I um, read that you both do therapeutic touch. Do you, do you guys want to maybe share with our audience what therapeutic touch actually is? Okay. Oh, yes. Um, interesting, like, through the accountability group where me and Bridget met, one of the, the women in there is good friends with this, this older lady who lives in Australia that um, does therapeutic touch. And so we ended up connecting to her. And so basically what it is, is um, it's an energy work. So what, what we wanna make sure we clarify is like, we're, we are not healers the healing partner is the healer. Mm -hmm. And so basically what our um, position in it is to rebalance uh, the human e energy field. So everyone has beyond their physical body, there's energy like that sort of emanates around you in different degrees and that can get imbalanced. And when there's, when there's a sickness or anxiety or a problem, it kind of hits your energy field first. And so if you can kind of keep that in balance as much as you can, um, you're really gonna feel that in your life. So as a practitioner, we are, we've just taken the foundations. So we're not certified to, you know, charge to do it, but we can do it to our friends and family and we're, we're learning. So we're taking the next course as it comes. But basically it's a um, kind of through your hands, it's, probably similar to Reiki, I think, in a sense. That would be. Yeah, so you would just feel through the energy field on someone where, you know, where it feels void, where you might feel a thickness or a buzzing of energy, and you just sort of do an initial once over and then you can try to sort of smooth it out. It's just the idea is to rebalance that energy field. So it's, it's yeah. fascinating and I mean, for someone like my my fiance, for example, who has zero belief in this, and I did it on him, and he's like, I feel amazing. Like he's like, <laughs> I feel so good. I don't know. He thinks he's just trying to make a coincidence. So maybe I just, you know, had a good sleep. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and we we were even able to do it on on Zoom. Like I didn't think that would be possible, but and actually our instructor she didn't think it was either. But she she got together with a couple of other group healers that started this, and our instructor was actually um, joined up with the she was trained by the first two that started this. One was a nurse, and the other one was a natural healer. And um, that she trained under them, and so, but she, she, we were able to do it on each other through the computer. And okay. I'll, I'll be darned if we didn't feel better. I did it on myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's it's exciting to learn these new ways and be open minded to see if this works. And you know, there's stages of this. So we've gotten the first level done, right. and um, and then the next one comes a couple months later. You get time to practice and then move on. But yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And this, she was in private practice at one point and took care of people's ailments. And, you know, we don't, we're not diagnosing, but we can kind of lead people to, you know, to try and help balance their, like they said, they do the work. We're just there to kind of help yes. them transition. Right. right. And it's, it's about the energy that we talked about because energy, we're all connected through energy. Right. And so if you can support them in the way of knowing where that energy needs to be healed and how to do that, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I'm so curious. Serious. Oh, go ahead, Tam. I was going to say, I'm curious about some other healing modalities. So, Sarah, you've dappled in a few other healing modalities as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I have. So, um, body talk was one of the one of the first sort of um, beyond you know medication or just talk therapy. Mm -hmm. that I, I ever experienced and it's it's tap a kind of a, a combination of tapping and intuition um when you when you go into a session like you 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 come in with some background so obviously you're giving a lot of information as to what you might be seeking from the the appointment and it's it's like a, it's a release so I, I'm sure as you, you guys all know, we walk around in this world, um, we, we swallow so much of our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I have this like analogy of, of you know, in the wild, um, like a tiger or a cougar or something, you see them running, like they put everything they have into it and maybe they miss their target. And so they, they stop and they shake it off like they yeah. do a full shake and you can see like they're ditching all of that energy and mm -hmm. we we don't do that as um where we are in our you know our manifestation our life our technology like we don't do that as, um, probably at some point we did in you know when we were more living off the land but at this point we we don't so we just end up swallowing it and yeah and like that body talk i found was a way of just sort of finding like a, a tap that lets you release it mm -hmm. so it's just something that you kind of have to keep doing and you find a way to do that in, in different healing modalities because it's so so important to release that energy right it very much is and oftentimes we would turn to a medication or something like that rather than you know figuring out these other healing modalities and so the more that we can talk about them and more that we can and let people know that they're out there the better for everyone because the energy is the piece that needs healing much of the time you know it's oh, not always we, about medication 
Right. right. We're in a society where we're looking for a quick fix, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been taught that we, we, everything we have comes so quickly to us now, right? You want to watch a movie? You got it right now, yeah. right? If you want to buy something from Amazon, you got it right now. Like you, you can have everything right now. And so when it comes down to it now with, with healing, we want it to be quick and we want it now and we go and get medication and that doesn't do it. And I think I know probably three of us, if not four of us have experienced medication and had, I mean, I was on it for years for depression and anxiety Me too. and it doesn't, it doesn't do it right. We need to dig deeper. And that's where these modalities that we're talking about, that is where you're going to get some answers. And that is where you're, you're going to reach in and start touching some of these things that are stored in our bodies that we haven't let go and shaken off like Sarah was saying you know we we, they get stuck in there and if if we don't deal with it it's just gonna stay there you know and so and and that's where we need that you know the um, collaboration and going to see healers you know as well as I do some some healing modalities myself but I also go to other healers you know it's something that we need each other. We're not, you know, we can't do it alone. And That's right. so it's so beautiful to see it expanding and so many more people doing this kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You're and doing you it know, because you, you need to. Touch, yeah, you touched on medication. And, you know, as, as someone that, you know, in the traditional medicine, you know, you actually prescribe them and there are people that absolutely need that short term, but it shouldn't right. be long-term fix there's side effects associated with medications i mean there's just the the ssris the normal ones that we know of the serotonin reuptake inhibitors or the lexapros and the prozacs and the zoloft that's a great class of medications but it can cause um you know low sodiums which can be very serious it causes weight gain um it causes you know a flat affect versus so you can't really get a high of any kind of happiness or you know or low just kind of some mood stabilizer so you know you don't want to dampen your own personality either by it but i mean there's certainly a a need for them short term for some people i absolutely believe in that but i agree i mean i took it for years too and i'm like i just don't feel myself i don't feel anything really yes yeah Um, so i totally agree that these other options you know in conjunction are just just so important and you may be able to get off medication like i was able to yeah and i was as well you know and you know going back to the piece about being a healer because i do healing as well and being a healer and knowing that there is that community right as a healer, oftentimes people will think, oh, well, yeah, well, they're a healer. They, they know. They, they just do it and, and they're always well. And that's not true. Healers need support too. And they need to know when to get it. And they often will have a community of, of healers to be able to do that with and, and different modalities and or combined modalities. And so when you talk about, you know, body talk and you talk about sound healing or or reiki or quantum touch and i see that um one of our james is in is it has a comment here that about quantum entanglement and and you know sharing that energy over space him living in saskatchewan and and be working on people in texas and florida you know it's so important that we realize that everybody 
can use that energy and use that healing. It's not just, oh, somebody that's completely broken down. No, it's, it's one of those things that we use before we're completely broken down, when we can access them and, and so that we don't get to that point of being Absolutely. in despair. It's like more proactive, you know, taking care of yourself instead of the, we have a Western idea of how we see doctors. We wait till we're sick. And as opposed to right. a lot of Eastern ways is you go to a doctor preventatively yes. or a shaman or whatever. You're like, I don't, you know, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to get sick. I want to make sure I, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of ingrained in us. So I, I'm, I'm so excited to be part of any kind of movement that's going to open up some minds and, you know, that's like get this going. So, so true. Me too. That's exactly. Fantastic. And I think, I think truth be known, we are all healers. We mm -hmm. just don't all know it yet. Yes. It's just so true. It <laughs> is so true. It's so true. Because so mm -hmm. we all have our own special gifts that we can, you know, and we all bring a different perception and perspective to the, to the conversation and to different people's energy. And some people's energy may work better with you than others and different modalities will work better. But if we're all, you know, we definitely are all connected and um this energy is all connected i 100 believe that so mm -hmm. what james was saying is so so true yes absolutely and energy doesn't know time nor space no you know so you can he you can do healing across the world i mean of course you can it's energy yeah, yeah. no i love it i love it it is. You know, I had a friend whose, whose son was injured by a dog. There was a dog bite. And she said, I don't know what to do. And so I said to her, you know, the, one of the most important things you can do is to put your hands wherever it is that this bite was. Put your hands over that bite and just bring in all of the love that you can possibly muster up. Every ounce of love that you have for this child and leave your hands there and allow the healing to occur. Mm -hmm. And we truly believe that that did help the healing to happen a lot quicker than it would have. So. Absolutely. I wanted to say, I forgot there's this, um, just recently, and I haven't worked with it a lot. I don't know if you guys have heard of havening. No. Uh, so basically- I hadn't either. I hadn't either. It's, it's like, it's a touch like this, just down from your shoulder to your elbow, shoulder to elbow. And it comes with, uh, you know, that sort of a mantra, whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's just something, even as I'm doing this right now, <laughs> mm -hmm. there's Calm. something about this. That's that's just, do it too. It's just um, mm -hmm. so comforting. And um. what, what I use this for, I have a phobia of needles and this woman, this is her, like her job. This is what she does. And so she showed me this technique. Um, she just said, you know what, just come up with a, a sentence that's gonna, that resonates with you and just do this as soon as you start feeling nervous about it. And there uh, is COVID. So I couldn't usually I bring somebody in there cause I will pass out cause I was so terrified of needles. Mm just getting blood work. And so I tried this technique out and it worked so amazing. Like it, wow. it blew my mind. Like I I'll give you her, her name. She she's amazing. 
Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Fantastic. Almost like this, uh, a hug, right? You're giving yourself a yeah. hug as you're doing it. It is. You're, it is. In a way, comforting. And right. the more, yeah, the more you do this, it's self-comfort, right? It's self-care. You, mm -hmm. you get mm -hmm. to do this for yourself. Like this mm -hmm. is something you can do anytime when you're feeling bad about anything. And it seems so simple. Well, it is. <laughs> you know? It is, is, absolutely. And another one that's a good calming one um, that I teach my kids at school, it's a good calming one. And it's also good for the immune system. And that is your thymus gland is right here and you start tapping that thymus gland, it calms you down, but it also promotes healing because it's, it's activating your thymus gland, so. Absolutely, oh, like tapping. There's something along mm -hmm. this, this karate chop part of your head. Yeah. So yeah. like, this, yeah, you can do the tapping here. Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. yeah, there's, it's, it seems like, I mean, the teenage version of myself would be like, really? Yeah, right. Yeah. Sarah, what do you what's this hokey shit you're talking about? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but exactly. it's so true. You but, know, you you mentioned something about you you said the teen in you would say that. I want to touch base with you guys on glow cuz glow was something that um you really uh, caught my interest. It's really yeah close to something that I would enjoy doing. Absolutely. I mean, for, for, for me, I, I spent the, I mean, basically the first three decades of my, my life thinking that self-worth came from outside of me. Right. So I, I spent a lot of time people pleasing and scrambling around and just really like trying to feel good about myself by doing other things for other people. I didn't, I, I didn't know that it came from within myself and that took me on some really bad paths. And I mean, like, it's okay. Cause I, I turned out the way I did and I, I took the hard way, but this whole glow thing is basically for young girls to, to learn that self worth is inside them and we're born whole and nobody can take that away you you think you think they can and sometimes and I have done this given my power up because I didn't think mm -hmm. I had it I didn't mm -hmm. think it was my power yeah so I didn't understand and if I could even teach one girl that I would be forever like grateful you know mm -hmm. if I could spread that to just one young lady and like mm -hmm. have her have a little bit easier time instead of stumbling around making all these horrible choices because right. I just didn't understand. So GLOW stands for Girls Leading Others Wisely. And yeah, it's a leadership program. And for, for, for girls in, I mean, basically from 11 till, you know, 17. So to help them have the tools that they don't necessarily get in school um, unless they're in your class, Tamla. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. And it, it sounded like, you know, we were fortunate enough to meet the woman who started it. And uh, she, 
she explained that, you know, they have different groups of girls that come through and then they have people that have been through the program. So people that have been through there and then actually come back and say, you know, this really did change me. You know, you don't have to go through this, even though negative thoughts, whether they come in from somebody else telling you them or they just come up in your own mind from whatever, all this, like you're saying, 80,000 thoughts a day come through your mind. Mm -hmm. You don't have to accept them just because that thought comes in your mind. You don't have to own it. You can say, you know, I see that thought. It's going to go right through. I don't accept it. I am powerful. I am fierce. I am, um, mm-hmm. you know, I am with can I, uh, immune to criticism, those kind of things. And so it teaches them how to handle those things that happen because it's going to happen to all of us. It happens to all of us as adults. People will try and steal your power or overpower you. And so I think if they get that st- steady um, impression when they're that age that they they go through life with that power and and know that it's their own and no one can take mm-hmm. it so to me yeah. if you start there it's just you're you're going to be unstoppable the rest of your Absolutely. life Absolutely. and you it's know so beautiful it is and allowing them to know too that the thoughts that are in their head they might not even be their own thoughts Right. They might be coming from somewhere else that they don't even believe what's going on in there, but it's something that's come up for them because they've heard it from someone else. They don't need to own that. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I I just heard a story yesterday from a physician out of Stanford, um, Zubin Devania that I follow. And he was talking about the the staggering rates among young girls um, of suicide rates that it's been the highest now um, in the history of U.S. of the U.S. that the, the suicide rates and it's because of these negative thoughts. So say, oh, do this, do that. They don't like you're saying. They don't even know where they come from. Right. And and they and then they take it in as their own. And you know you don't own the you don't have to take in these thoughts as your own. You just because a thought. I mean, how many people get to the edge of a cliff and they think, oh man, what if I jumped? I mean, those things come in our mind, but it's not like we're going to act on them. We don't have to believe it, you know? Um, So it really, really is important. Like he's not even going to let his kids on social media. I mean, it's hard to keep kids away from that, but Mm -hmm. you know, he was explaining, you know, we used to be as kids, we used to be able to go to school and, you know, if there were bullying or somebody teasing you, you could go home and get away from it. You could go home and have, okay, I have peace tonight. I'm going to be in my safe place, but not with social media. They can get to you 24 hours a day. So, uh, you know, there is something to be said about that. And I just feel like if you can power, empower the, the, the child or the, the girl to know that that stuff's not real and that this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't real, you don't own it and empower them, yeah. this like, will help somebody. No, Nobody can take your power away from you unless you think they can. Yeah, unless that's, you allow it. it, right? Exactly. Right? exactly so to me that's critical in helping i mean there's so many adults that we know that that have gotten away from themselves and 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 need this kind of support but if you can really start a good basis and you know your parents can tell you that but it's it's different when you can go to this program and hear it from other people and you know i have a 16 year old daughter that she's willing to come on there and talk about um you know her her things that she goes through um so yeah we were we were fortunate enough we were asked by them we were just fortunate enough to talk to her and we're talking about things that we're doing and she wanted to she said meditation really isn't part of their program but would we be interested in doing a you know a short video meditation visualization kind of thing for them something that they could do in their own time that would help them we we're like wow that would be amazing mm-hmm. so we were, we were honored to be asked to do that yeah that is fantastic 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if we can help one person, if I can help one person, she can help one person, then that that to me that that makes a ripple effect, and then that that will yeah. just shine out, and that love and joy will get to more people, and that's that's our goal. Absolutely. Oh, and you know, it. when we were kids, you were saying how you know now they can't get away from that because of social media. When and when we were kids, when we went home, we went outside, right? Yeah, we went outside right. and we enjoyed nature. We did a lot of a lot of outdoor activities that that allowed us to just be kids, allowed us to just be free and right that was our meditation out there right we're looking you know here in florida we get in the creeks and we were looking up that was our big thing to look uh get shark's teeth every day so we would catch as many shark's teeth as we could (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know i remember that swinging from the vines over the creek you know just 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 having and we didn't come in until the lights started coming on and the street lights started coming on then we had to be home yeah they couldn't call us and we couldn't call them it's just what life was Yeah. yeah so different right yeah yeah our, our new reality is so i mean my my niece had a sleepover with me last night and um i mean this morning she's curled in this ball just staring at her phone for mm-hmm. hours i'm like okay let's go outside what mm-hmm. it just right. looks so unnatural even the posture that goes with it is like this 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 is you know what it looks yeah it's there's no there is no power pose to this oh. right <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. There's no superhuman yeah, superpower. Yeah. Right. No, it's true. And it's just, you know, they're watching other people live life instead of going out and living it. That's what I see, you know. Yeah, and the yeah. comparisons that they're making to their own life and, and other people's lives is so negative for them because they're seeing a lot of times they're seeing the either the really highs in that other person's life or the real lows in that other person's life. And they're not seeing the balance in between. to know that life is even keel for much of it right it's not just the really high highs and the really low lows absolutely absolutely and that's not just for teenagers that's for no everyone (laughs) you're so right it's so right it's it's comparison and that's gonna that's gonna bring you down if you're constantly worrying about where you fit in and you know someone's always going to be better off and someone's always going to be worse off and if you spend all your time just worrying about how, like, what you could do better because you should be this person or that, and it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just such a Trash. energy suck. That's where your energy yeah. goes to the next. That's exactly where your energy goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes a vicious cycle. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the phones in a lot of ways have been good. I mean, we're, this technology, we're able to be here tonight together. I mean, there's, there's good things yes. about it. You just can't let it consume you. You have to still go out and do the things you enjoy doing, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think a big thing that we can teach our teens in particular, but also adult, adult women as well, adult men as well, but Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, if, if you put it out there, if you put that vision out there, if you, whether it's vision boards or however you want to look at it, you put that energy out there, that's coming back to you. So what, what you're looking at on your phone, a friend of mine always says garbage in garbage out, right? What you're yeah. looking at on your phone, what you're, what you're listening to the music you, you hear the people that you're around and, and feeding off of 
that's what you're building into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. look at your life yeah. down the road and that's, that's where you're going to be. So, so true. Yeah. It is. It is. It's all about awareness, right? I mean, it really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. All right. Because if you're, you're aware of these thoughts that come in and know that they're not you, or, you know, okay, I'm watching this, I'm wasting an hour of my time today. Okay. And you're aware of it, knowing that you're going to go do something else, but mm-hmm. it can consume you. I mean, I've been on my phone before and somebody's talking to me, I don't even hear them. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so focused on what I'm looking at at mm-hmm. that moment. Absolutely. Um, we all can can just take a time out from our phones and and just put them down and move on we don't need them like we didn't need them as kids we don't need them now exactly yeah and reminding reminding our kids too like i mean as adults sometimes we are allowing them be it's really easy to just let your kid be on their device it's really easy to do that because Mm -hmm. it's you get your time then right however it is not what is best for that child. It is not. That child needs communication with, with their, their um, parents. They need communication with other children their own age. They need, and not communication using a phone. They need to know what it's like to sit down at the supper table and have an actual conversation while you're having a meal. They need to know what it's like to learn how to do the dishes the right way and, and washing them and having a discussion about whatever while yeah. they're doing it they need human interaction they don't need their phone all the time and yes there are great videos out there and there's great stuff on tv to watch with them however nothing can replace that human interaction and that positive energy that they can get and the learning that occurs from yeah that. exactly mm-hmm. it's all about balance right like you, mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of time and, and I get it. Like it can, it can be easy. Like you said, it's just, okay, well, they're, they're busy doing that. So I'm going to, you know, and you yes. can all, all to know, but ultimately at the end of it, like we all pay for it. Right. Yes, absolutely. There's a question here about how you incorporate meditation and journaling in your life. Oh. Do either of you do journaling? Yes, absolutely. We, uh, so Bridget and I actually, something that hugely inspired us that we didn't mention before was a, a workshop that we took. Oh, yeah. It was um, writing to heal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I come from a writing background. I, I'm a journalist. And um, so I've always kind of written, but maybe more so about, you know, interviewing and other people and whatever. Um, but this was, this is like flow writing. So it's very different. So I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the idea of flow writing in these workshops is basically, so you go through a visualization meditation. And um, so you become very calm and get into this like really good mindset. Mm -hmm. And basically we want, we want that pen in your hand (laughs) and like on that page and you just start writing, like start moving your hand, even if you just write your name a hundred times until you get to what's under there it's just this access point that's you're writing from your heart your emotions instead of thinking oh what should I write you know and it just flows out and Mm -hmm. some of this stuff you're like what the heck (laughs) yeah it's actually a neurological pathway when you actually put the pen in your hand it's a different pathway than you when you're listening to anything so you so journaling is important but 
yeah, you, you do this flow writing, you get this whole visualization, you know, we just did this on fear actually on our last workshop this past week. And then you just start writing stuff and you don't know what's going to come out. Like they don't prepare you. And you just said, just start writing from here and you just start writing and you're, you don't even know what, where it's going to go, but it's so, it takes such a load off you and, and it, 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 mm-hmm. it puts you in a state of like, just calm. That's what I yeah. experienced. And That's even like your dreams and stuff, when you wake up, sometimes when I first wake up, I'll, you know, I'll start writing just, just to get it out. I know like it fades and stuff, but it's, it's just, it's, it's another kind of outlet. Like we spoke about the animal shaking when it doesn't catch, you know, whatever. Um, this, it's just one more outlet to sort of get all that emotion that's going on in your head, all that script and all those words and all those thoughts. Um, Cause some of it is just complete garbage until you, you know, you peel back all the layers and then maybe there's something really under there that you're like, okay, maybe I need to look at that. Cause that seems like, um, like an irrational belief or some limiting thought that I didn't even know I had. So you can start to uncover limiting thoughts and, and, and other things that people may have fed you over your, your lifetime. Mm-hmm. That you're walking around subconsciously, you know, not even aware. So writing, I think, is, is huge. I think it's really yeah, I just did, um, I just did a 21 day meditation challenge on our page. And, um, Sarah actually challenged me to do it because I was I meditate every day anyway but when I was actually going to tell people about it every day I actually went I listened to it I wrote out the meditation because you know it's Deepak Chopra and um and he he went he goes through what he's going to talk about and then you have a moment of you know quiet um but I actually wrote it out and I I got so much more from it just from writing it out because I you know I listened to it then I wrote it out then I presented it to the group I got so much more out of it. I wanted people to join me doing it. Uh, but there is something to writing it down and to, mm-hmm. and to reading it. And you just absorb you absorb it twice as much, I think, when you do that. So I definitely think it's important. And I enjoyed writing. I mean, I have like all these workbooks now. I've got one here, just like full of all my meditations, just writing them all down. And so it is, it's nice. You know, you touched on something there too, Sarah. I have taken a... a meditation and lucid dreaming course and in lucid dreaming you actually are in a in an aware state while you're dreaming and they say never to wake yourself up from a nightmare because I know that that's something that you want to do you feel like you're in a nightmare and you you want to get out of it right they say never wake yourself up from it but in fact change the ending of that nightmare so that you're successful and you are Um, you you get through it in a positive way because that nightmare is often linked to something that happened in childhood that has upset or hurt you and it's it's an emotion that you need to release and until you're able to release that emotion by allowing yourself to be a success in that dream or in that nightmare you will continue to have that emotion and hold it inside I love that so much that resonates like Wow. Through your subconscious mind that's what's happening when you're dreaming it's processing processing and mm-hmm. yeah and as we all know when you first wake up the dreams can be really strong and and they fade and yes you apparently and i don't know but uh apparently you can actually teach yourself how to lucid yes. dream yes, i just saw a course from 
Bridget, do you remember his name? It's from, no, it's from the universe. I don't know if you guys. Oh yeah, uh, Dodie, isn't it? Like. Yeah, something like that. But they actually, it's funny that you mentioned that, Jamla, because they just had this course coming out. That that's exactly what it's targeted towards. Mm, and I mean, is. we spend a third of our life sleeping. So there's something, I mean, like, I mean, it's fascinating. It's a, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's neat to be able to go back into that dream. Once you've become aware of it, go back into that dream and change the path of it. It's so you took a course on that family. You said? Yes. Yeah. Through mind Valley. Cause I'm a mind Valley member and I, oh, did I like mind Valley. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do that. I want to look that up. That sounds mm -hmm. amazing. Cause I don't really remember my dreams a lot. And but sometimes, you know, I meditate every morning, but sometimes you wake up and you just have an unsettling, probably like something that I dreamt that, that mm -hmm. I don't remember. So I would love to be able to tap yeah. into that a little bit and see if I could remember some of them. Mm -hmm. I have a dream catcher I look at, but I still don't, it still doesn't. Sometimes I'll be able to remember a little bit. My husband, on the other hand, I mean, he'll, he'll come and he'll, I'm sorry, is this reality or is this the dream? Because he's got <laughs> such a whole story that happened to him overnight. Right. I'm like, gosh, I wish I could remember all that. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that Incredible. out. Yeah. Well, ladies, is there anything else that you had that you'd like to share with our listeners before we jump into our squirrel shots? Oh my gosh. I mean, I could probably talk for hours, but <laughs> don't let Sarah do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can no. always have you on again <laughs> no she you know she and i'll get on the phone talking and um we've never met in person we just know each other through this but we'll be on the phone and we'll look down and be like it's two and a half hours like no. what is, what awesome. so like i feel very connected with you two like you mm -hmm. we're all in the same mindset i think about yes. this. yeah i i can't think of right in this moment anything else i want to say so yeah we covered a lot but yeah, yeah. we can talk about this forever as you see as yeah. you can tell. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> we sure could okay well i'm going to start um with squirrel shots so rapid fire questions and you know just so that you don't have to make a decision on who goes first i'm gonna go left right so bridget you're on the left side for me so you get question number one okay so a place you most want to travel to uh, Scotland. Sarah, what's your favorite smell? Mm, lavender and vanilla mixed together. Mm. Bridget, weird quirk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my husband says like I suck out of a bottle weird, like almost like I'm a baby drinking a bottle. He tells me that <laughs> a lot and I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Sarah, ask for permission or beg forgiveness. For permission? <laughs> I would say it was a question. Even yeah, how I yeah. <laughs> Bridget, Better what's your favorite carnival food? You asking me? Yeah. My favorite carnival food are those little, I don't know, those powdered sugar things that the donuts. It dough. It's like a donut, but it's like um I know what you're talking about. Beaver tails. Yeah. What is it called? Beaver tails. Oh my I've god. Never <laughs> okay. it's like a fritter it's almost like uh, it's like dough with powdered sugar on it yeah mm, yum. Mm -hmm. okay what wait what always makes you laugh sarah oh um like a fart, a fart. <laughs> i was gonna say the same thing. 
Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> okay, Sarah, Bridget, we're connected. <laughs> no doubt, hey. Bridget, as a child, what did you say you wanted to be as an adult? A veterinarian. Oh. Sarah, mm -hmm. what's the best book you've ever read? Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, good Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Bridget, your guilty pleasure. Chocolate. Uh, mm -hmm. And Sarah, this is my last one. What do you first notice about a person when you meet them? Their eyes. Oh, okay. Mm. And now Cindy's going to ask one last question to both of you before we end. Okay, so if you were to climb the highest mountain and the whole world could hear you, what would you say? Bridget first. You are enough. Mm, nice. Sarah? Oh, I love that so much. You are enough. Um, I would say, um, I, would, I would say your self-worth is in you. So don't be looking for that anywhere else. Like, look inward. <laughs> awesome. That is so, Beautiful. so, so true. Love it. So ladies, where can our listeners find you? So we have a page, um, a Facebook page called Sweet Souls Connection. Um, that's, um, and then we also have a, a group called Discover the Healing Power Within. And we do, you know, a lot of different things. We do discover um, the, the Right to Heal workshop we did through that. Um, we do the meditation series that I, I did. Um, we, we share a lot of good quotes and insights from, from people. And it's, it's just a forum where we can all share our own struggles and healing um, patterns that work for us. So it's, it's a great group. So come on and join us anytime. We'd love to have you. Excellent. And if we can get one of you ladies to put those uh, in the comment box below, that would be great because then our listeners can go in and find those at their okay. fingertips. Okay, that would be awesome. So we want to thank you ladies again for being on here with us. And I'm sure that we'll be connecting some more. And anybody that wants to connect with them, please do. We look forward to our listeners joining us again next week. We want you all to have a fabulous rest of your week. And so we're signing off from TTSN. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for having thank you. us. Yes, thank you very much. All right. <laughs>